Hello everyone, on this episode of Quick Thoughts with Caleb, I have a question to ask. Do you actually know what sin is? Big ol' question mark. In Romans chapter 6 alone, the word sin is used 17 times. But it might surprise you to find out that it is actually used only once as a verb, as something you do, as an action. Every other time, 16 times out of 17 times, it is used as a noun. Now, everybody knows what a noun is. It's a person, a place, or a thing. So, Romans 6 uses phrases like, we have been set free from sin. We're no longer enslaved to sin. Sin will have no dominion over us. Set free from sin. That is personifying the word sin. It's a person, place, or thing. And I think it's interesting that whenever we as Christians think about and talk about sin, it's always something we do. But I very rarely hear anyone talk about sin as an entity, as a thing, as a person, as a realm, as a place. And yet that is the grammatical use of the word in Romans 6. I believe it's used 38 times in 6, 7, and 8. And Out of those 38 times, I just only used a couple times as a verb, as something we do. And yet we are so focused when talking about sin on how it means to miss the mark. Sin is missing the mark. And that is true. But that's only in the context of the verb. It is also an entity that comes to enslave the human race. You know, even in uh, in Genesis, it says, God is talking to Cain. It says, sin is crouching at your door. It desires to have you, but you must have mastery over it. That gives you a picture. Like it's like a little being crouching at your door, waiting for you so that it can pounce when you walk by. And I don't know about you, but this helps me. It helps me to know that sin is an entity because now I know where to point my prayers. Now I know how to attack. Now I know what to do. Now I can see just from that little revelation that it's an entity. It's not just something that I can do. It's someone that is coming to enslave me. That puts me in an offensive posture, the offensive nature of the kingdom, you know, the advancing nature. It says, wait a minute, I'm no longer a slave to the person of sin. I'm no longer a slave to that place of sin. I have left that place of sin. I am not going back there as a Christian. And it actually says in multiple places that we have been sanctified by the Spirit. That's Hebrews 10.10, 10, 1 Corinthians 6. You can check me on that. Yes, every Christian has been sanctified, as in made holy. And that means you've been delivered from the entity of sin. Even Romans 7 goes on to describe sin as something that enslaves us. Paul says, you know, using the first person, he says, I am of the flesh sold under sin. And that word sold under is the word trafficked. It means to sell a good, like human trafficking. The entity of sin trafficked us until Christ when we were set free from sin. And I know there's a lot of debate about Romans 7, but if you just read the whole chapter, he's talking about living according to the law. Living according to the law, being under the law, and trying to obtain a righteousness through works. In that situation, 
You're sold under sin of the flesh. But even Romans 8 9 says that you are not in the flesh if you have the Holy Spirit inside of you. And anyone who does not have the Spirit is not of Christ at all. There is a line in the sand. Once you get the Holy Spirit, the old nature is removed. 2 Corinthians 5 17. Anyone in Christ is a new creation. The old has passed away, the new has come. And that new posture allows you to understand it's not on the inside trying to get out, it's an entity on the outside trying to get in your mind, trying to. Trying to deceive you into thinking you're something you're not. And so, that's the question. Do you even know what sin is? Ha ha ha. We talk about it a lot, but do we even know what it is? It's an entity. And if you know that, then you know you've been given power over all the power of the enemy. You've been given authority. In Matthew 28, he says, All authority, Jesus said, has been given to me. And therefore, you should go in my authority. And how much authority? All authority. Yeah, that means he's under your feet. If you are the body of Christ and Satan is his is under his feet, he's making God is making all the enemies of Christ a footstool for him. If you're his body, even if you're the bottom of his little pinky toe, if that's your place in the body, Satan is still beneath you. Come on. You are no longer enslaved to the enemy of sin, the entity that is our enemy. You are no longer enslaved to that. Hallelujah. That's amazing. So I just wanted to bless you with that today. You can check this out for yourself. Go check it out. Go get a strong concordance. Look up the word sin. Look up the uses of the word sin in Romans 6 specifically. And yeah, just walk in it. Live out a life that says, I don't have to answer to that anymore. I'm a slave of righteousness, Romans 6 goes on to say. You were a slave of sin, and now you're a slave of righteousness, a new entity, the person of Jesus Christ. Even Romans 7 uses the law of marriage and says that you have died to the law through the body of Christ so that you may be free to marry another, him who was raised from the dead. You're the bride of Christ, and that means you don't have to answer to any other, any other master, any other voice. If it comes knocking at your door, you say, hey, 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 you're not allowed in here anymore. You got kicked out. Jesus kicked you out of my life. Come on. This is freedom. That's the freedom. That's the joy of your salvation that you should be celebrating today. As always, thank you for listening. Check out my newly updated website, calebhires.com, C-A-L-E-B-H-Y-E-R-S.com for more info.